Namaste. I welcome you all to this session number 16 of Guru Bodha series with my Ayurveda teacher, Dr. M.B. Guru Raja sir. I cordially welcome Dr. Guru Raja sir to this class. Thank you for joining in, sir. Thank you. Thank you, Janardhan. So I am Dr. Janardhan Abhibar. I'm the founder of easyayurveda.com. This is our uh, weekly session, uh, which happens every Sunday from 7 to 8 p.m. Uh, Dr. Yabi Gurajasar is, is a professor and an Ayurveda practitioner with more than 20 years of experience. He runs an Ayurveda center in Shumoga uh, called Dawala Pentacare Ayurveda Treatment Center. So he can also be consulted online for uh, personal health and also for guide, guidance to treat other patients uh, at easyayurveda.com slash gururaja, G-U-R-U-R-A-J-A. It was a you know, very a painful week for you know, the whole of Karnataka and also for the world, I mean, for India especially, that, you know, Puneet uh, Rajkumar, one of the you know, famous Kannada uh, film star, he was not only known for the acting, like there are so many Kannada actors in, in cinemas and whatnot, so he was like almost carrying the, you know, pattern of, a Canada film industry on his shoulders and he was kind of a leading uh, actors not only just the leading actors like culturally he was like representing what the you know Canada culture is suddenly he had like after workout he had a cardiac arrest and suddenly before even getting a chance to get him into the hospital you know he died on the uh, on the road itself so this uh, prompted Everybody, everybody started talking about the, you know, the heart diseases, uh, and also this is like Dr. Padman, uh, Padmanabh Kamat, uh, you know, famous leading uh, cardiologist in Mangalore. And uh, this Dr. Padmanabh Kamat is also involved in many, uh, you know, philanthropic causes. Like he is the one who uh, who distributes ECG machines to all these, uh, uh, you know, Janoshadi Kendras. Like there are government-sponsored medical stores which. We sell discounted uh, medicines. So he came up with the idea of uh, uh, putting an ECG so that you know he can do the teleconsultation and also has become very famous. So he put out a tweet that an, an unprecedented crowd in my cardiology OPD outpatient department today had a tough time managing all. So this was yesterday. Uh, suddenly it has, uh, one is that a painful death of a star uh, leading to a big uh, hole and uh, uh, big big laps in the you know, big big hole of uh, gap in Canada film industry and also this raging debate about the uh, heart health and uh, how much should we exercise and all all at one place see Ayurveda very clearly emphasizes on Vyayama that is exercises but very clearly suggests one has to do it according to one's own capacity it's very clearly said Vyayama Ardha Shaktihi one has to do the Vyayama up to once half of the strength. So if you are going on doing after that, definitely it is going to put a burden on your heart. So that uh, that we need to keep on, uh, you know, everybody has their own stamina, their own strength. According to their strength and bodily needs, one has to do Vyayama. And uh, typically these type of uh, power lifting and uh, shaping of the bodies and uh, do excessive gyms and all those things, they're always injurious. We need to take care of a lot of issues connected to this. But Ayurveda is very clear on this part. Very clearly Ayurveda suggested Vyayama Ardha Shaktihi. One has to do Vyayama up to one's half capacity. You should not indulge more into that. 
so that part has to be kept in mind if we don't do that and simply go on doing just for sake of uh, shaping up of the body and consuming a lot of uh, stuffs then definitely it has got its own impact on the body and i and ayurveda has very clearly considered ati vyayama is one of the causative factor for many disorders not only for heart diseases even for uh, rajayakshma it is said very clearly ati vyayama is also one of the leading causes so ati vyayama has uh, definitely resulted in uh, bad effects so we need to consider that point half of the one's capacity one has to do the vyayama and also this uh, people who go to gym especially who are uh, the purpose is not to lose weight but rather than to gain muscles and to have like a big biceps big chest uh, and, and what not so they usually take a lot of uh, these excessive protein supplements uh, that are available in the market so sometimes they uh, it might be like mixed up with uh, steroids or you know some anabolic steroids or some muscle gaining things so that can also uh, that that is so wrong and you know that's uh, strictly against to the ayurveda principles so. so it's not only against the ayurveda principle it is even against the health principles so we should not go for that everybody has its their own capacity of uh, you know height and color and everything it is a gene mediated we have inherited from our genes from our legacy from the forefathers and when we need to go only thing is food additives we can give it to maintain that one we need to expand it to a certain level where it should not breach the normalcy or the what you call as the half capacity if it once breaches the half capacity of a person it's always injurious and sometimes that injury may not be instantaneously seen maybe accumulate one later it some fine day suddenly it would come into a totally a bursting of uh, symptoms and sudden there will be events and even goes sometimes beyond uh, anybody's control so we need to be very cautious on this one has to do vyayama very typically to up to its half capacity vyayama is only to build not to build the shape of the body it is just to maintain the health of the body maintain the circulation vyayama brings the lagavatha in the sharira that has to be achieved not by doing excessive thing and putting on weights and increasing the muscle bulk that is not a idea or a criteria of vyayama in ayurveda and also there's a this very wrong notion that having any amount of fat in the body is is wrong of course excessive fat can have can have its own uh, you know wrong uh, you know consequences on the body but having a little bit of fat is okay even in the abdominal fat having a little bit is okay like we should not be all expecting to have like six packs like the film stars uh, portray on the screens see what abdominal subcutaneous fat or the stores we have it is uh, just like a stores in the emergency situation when the body faces an emergency or when there is a lack of food material then the requirement Uh, this is stock which is stored in the form of a fat it is utilized our body has been designed in such a way that it produces a intrinsic cholesterol whatever the even carbohydrate you take it from that also it produces an um, cholesterol out of it that's what we got is intrinsic cholesterol liver is capable of doing that so when such is the situation why body is preparing then body needs to be maintained every cell wall is made up of cholesterol to prepare certain hormones that cholesterol is required 
so cholesterol is a very vital thing if somebody is so beautiful to look at means their cholesterol is very beautiful their cholesterol is very good if cholesterol has to be maintained that is the ideal one one should not be atim sarvatra varjayate wherever it is goes beyond certain limit everything is ati adare amrito vishaya in what we say in kannada anything which is said it becomes a more it also becomes the worst so it should not be ati sarvatra varjayate so we need to consider all these things avoid excesses so we need to maintain that uh, particular level of uh, breach or the you know boundary or limit we should understand that limit and accordingly one has to do the vyayama going to gym is, is fine like i mean doing it for like 45 45 to 50 minutes i read somewhere that 50 minutes of exercise is what um, most of the cardiologists and you know most of the modern science recommends so that is fine but there's a notion that and you know, especially with the bodybuilders and all they will not do much of any cardio exercises in the form of cycling or uh, running on a treadmill or walking or jogging they'll not be doing all these things uh, rather than they'll be simply re- uh, they'll do kind of repetitive exercises with weights like bench press and uh, many different uh, like dead weight lifting and what not dead lifts and what not so i mean ideally exercise should be a combination of cardio exercises and also m- maybe these other forms of exercises that will be ideal rather than just uh, concentrating on just a few muscles in the body see it's very clear we need to understand certain points fixing once again 40 to 50 minutes is ideal good that is once again wrong we don't want to fix anything everybody has a individual capacity their individual capacity is different from one another we cannot fix a standard saying that 50 minutes or 40 minutes is ideal or good it may be good for many but not for everybody so when it comes to everybody everybody has to be individually customized according to their needs and their body capacities so we should not just simply give a blanket call that 40 to 50 minutes exercise is a good or a combination of these and that is good no we need to do a physical activity or an exercise in the form of a cycling or jogging or walking or even the gym whatever it is but it should be to one half capacity it should not be more than that that if you just underline that point one should not cross that mark so how to understand this as soon as sweating starts in you are losing your energy and once there is a lot of sweating it indicates that you are already lost your half of the capacity you need to stop there even after continuous uh, there is a perspiration and sweating you go on consuming once again some liquids something like that and once again doing your exercises that should not be done that is not the right way of doing it and considering all these uh, you know these weight weight lifting exercises considering only a few muscles and all probably yoga was designed so that the blood flow is maintained uniformly to all parts of the body and you know there are some yoga poses which are done on sitting posture and some some were lying down even in the lying down someone some in prone position and some in supine position so a, a yoga practitioner would be doing all these you know multiple uh, this one so probably that that would theoretically would you know pump the blood to all parts of the body and uh, without uh, exerting much pressure on the heart so uh, those who are uh, relatively weak and cannot you know tolerate the excessive gym Uh, especially for them 
and for generally for general people who do not want to take up excessive exercises yoga can be a healthy and a healthier and better version of exercise that they can take see you observe that there is a very clear cut observation whenever a person who has developed lot of something like something like six pack abdomen or chest or something like that by pulling up the biceps or triceps and in that people those who make a bodybuilding as a profession you observe there are lot of hindrance in their flexibility they cannot move every organ or every part of the body in a typical manner whereas a person who no perform yoga he can touch and do all sort of activities he can in give a movement for each and every part of the body every joint every organ every limb he can move to uh, all maximum levels whereas uh, i mean probably in some social media they would have seen some uh, videos uh, one um, gym person has been placed with some uh, paper behind its scapula and trying to pick it and it is unable to take it out because his hand is not reaching to that scapula area whereas other lean person can easily take it out so this is very clear cut vyayama should give out a flexibility to the human being if you are able to move all sorts of bodily part then that flexibility should come with the vyayama it should not by happens with the body shaping or body building by by doing something i mean some uh, particular muscle has been you know given a some shape or made into a bulk and uh, something like that it may not be it may be good to see but as a beautiful um, as a cosmic value uh, cosmetic value but uh, otherwise um, that also hampers a lot of other uh, natural functions which would have been uh, done through the you know flexibility so flexibility is more important than uh, shaping up the body a particular muscle or hypering the some areas of the body to shape it up in such manner yeah i mean gym goers usually lack those flexibility i too have seen that uh, i mean uh, gym goer person is like totally bulky but he is not able to reach his back mm-hmm. take a take a take out that and there was also another thing that you know regular gym goers uh, you know they are very bulky and highly muscular they are almost the models for you know uh, i mean they are up to that level uh, of gymming uh, that they have done they were brought into the yoga studio and they were not able to simply touch their uh, feet standing erect so i mean there is a funny video uh, also there uh, obviously they lack flexibility uh, you know i mean that that's that's kind of a thing that you know with more exercise we should be able to do more things with that but here is i mean it's just to show but there is no real benefit uh, you know apart from that other people will be scared of 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 a you know big body yeah that's a, that's a thing there's something like that uh, what you call antika hatika dant dikane ka that's what in say in hindi that uh, the teeth the ivory of the elephant is only for the purpose of to show off but not to eat or use it for eating or chewing so something like something like that it can be for the purpose of show off it can have a good shaped body but when it comes to question of flexibility it is very difficult for them for those who have changed their body shapes and because of the increase the bulkiness of this so we need to give concentration on the improving the mobility and able to move all part of the body see once we goes on becoming aging 
then the problem is we are unable to touch some part of the body we are unable to move we are unable to flex our legs we are unable to sit properly or even bend properly there is a hindrance why that that is showing in uh, decline in the age factor and body is not coping up with that if you are having the flexibility by doing yoga even at the very old age you could able to sit properly you can do many other works just like any other person one who is doing in 30s and 40s so definitely yoga and such type of indianized cultured and uh, way of doing uh, vyayama is more beneficial uh, rather than building a shaping of a body with excessive some muscles and something like that that may be a good look but may not be functional in every way ultimately that what we required is health of an individual but if you observe those who shape up their bodies most of them die early they don't live long yeah there's a famous uh, you know western uh, his name is like rich piana even i was watching his videos like his totally bulky his name is rich piana we lost him i mean he he died very early like in the in his 40s or 50s i'm, I'm if i'm not wrong but he was like totally muscular and many people were looking up to him so he was kind of ideal bodybuilder and what not coming to interesting point that you that i mentioned even the punish rajkumar's late father uh, dr rajkumar he he was doing all those yoga exercises even when he was like old and this is like uh, uh, you know the the very fact that the same yoga postures that you were doing in your 20s and 30s if you develop a practice you can do it as long as you live that itself is kind of a uh, you know stamp of proof that yoga is the way to go definitely that's what i'm saying that yoga gives you more flexibility it makes it to reach to different part of body you can be able to touch different part of the body even at your old age whereas by going to gym it may not be possible even at your younger age so it is better we need to concentrate on such type of uh, activities which will protect or prolong our age and even improve our uh, flexibility and of course it also improves our circulation and that is the what required and i think that is the way of doing and not the going and building a body particularly for the purpose of uh, for modeling and all those things it can also be done but it should not be overdone there is a limit for everything one should not cross that limit yeah and you know turning the debate in a conversation into the uh, corona virus and related cardiac complications uh, there's a there's a report saying that human corona virus associated myocarditis is well known and uh, part of the reason is direct viral injury to the muscles of the heart that's why it's myocarditis leading to inflammation of the muscles of the heart and cardiac damage so viral injury direct viral injury to the heart muscles can lead to heart damage and also the host's immune response how our immunity responds to coronavirus that can also have uh, an effect on the uh, muscles of the heart leading to myocarditis and there are you know cardiac biomarkers and ecg can detect it electrocardiogram can detect it or cardiac biomarkers can detect that or mri scans ct scans so there are many ways to detect it in some cases it is like coronary artery blockage that may or may not be related with the coronavirus as such but in most of the cases it is 
myocarditis which is there so there was another video floating wherein a cardiologist or a doctor was was suggesting that if you were due to coronavirus we all sat at home probably we missed our gym and yoga sessions and whatnot generally speaking we all have gained a little bit of weight so we should not be in a so hurry to decrease the weight to, to lose our weight very quickly it should be done in a staggered uh, staggered as a gradual approach to we should have a gradual approach for our weight loss rather than suddenly jumping to gym or you know or, uh, doing a marathon sort of suddenly or taking up heavy exercises it should be very slow see in the post pandemic of this covid so many things are uh, came into existence and uh, we are all uh, worried because its uh, effectiveness of this particular virus on various system of the body is day to day its new informations are um, floating so it it has a very bad impact on our lungs and respiratory system which is very well documented and seen the same time the same virus is also capable of causing lot of damage in the circulatory system particularly the heart and the vessels so we um, we do come across a lot of patients those who are recovered from the covid recovering from the covid or even after recovered totally from the covid they are succumbing to cardiac problems or myocardial infarctions a sudden death and a collapse somewhere on the road something like it's happening very commonly we have seen these type of things and then we are very clearly uh, understood and we got a lot of information on that that this corona virus also has an effect on blood it helps in blood clotting so we need to give some blood thinners so that is also a part of the treatment nowadays so all these things are very common and of course these are because these are it's an evolving situation every day there will be new thing in the domain of health with post corona period and maybe a coincidental or maybe due to corona we are yet to evaluate that of course there are certain cases very very clearly even after vaccination people have succumbed to that and even after vaccination also we have people have shown the cardiac issues so we we need to understand that there is this particular um, corona virus has a effect on cardiac system as well as vessels so we should, we need to be very careful in uh, doing any uh, one exercises and all those things we need to assess a certain biomarkers are there cardiac biomarkers Uh, we need to check it out uh, periodically those who are above 40 and once we do it of course probably uh, we may just if any eventuality if there is anything wrong we can at least catch it up early uh, and, and also uh, one is that the virus itself might cause uh, you know myocarditis or inflammation of the heart muscles leading to complications and another thing is that because everyone was locked up you know sedentary habits caught up we started munching more being at home and you know many people lost their livelihood you know i mean i have uh, these teachers and uh, those who were like temporary workers and uh, those who were doing guest lecturers you know lecturing is a such a respectable job but suddenly due to uh, you know due to this corona virus was raging and there were lockdowns suddenly they lost their livelihoods many people started like they were suffering very badly financially so this financial stress and all this can be like uh, cooking up together a perfect recipe of disaster on the heart see that's what very clearly people say that cholesterol is the reason for heart disease uh, glucose is the reason for heart disease and so many so many things but ayurveda very clearly said 
chinta, shoka, baya. These things are also very much a causative factors for heart diseases, for hridroga. So that's a, that's the very reason when there is a chinta, when there is a bhaya, when there is a shoka, there is a chances of cardiac problems to evolve to surface. So that's the reason we need to be very careful on these things. We should also try to cut down on emotions. Of course, there should be, we are feeling very sad when somebody has died in the family. Of course, we know that. But to somewhere, somewhere down the line, this is, happens with everybody. Those who are born, definitely one or the other day they have to die. The death is certain. We need to know about these things. Once we understand these are things, we try to cut down on the emotions. So when we can able to cut down on the emotions to a certain level, then definitely we can come out with and we can avoid these type of things. Otherwise, there is all possibilities. So any stress on the heart, maybe because of our way of functioning, maybe work pressure, maybe peer pressure, water may be the things. Of course, then added by some sedentary habits and alcohol consumption, a rich protein diet, or a rich cholesterol, or family tendency. So many things are contributing to the condition. So it may not be one, maybe a combination of all these together. So ultimately the things are happening that we need to, of course, in the post-COVID scenario, we need to be very careful when we are practicing. There may be chance of patients with these type of things. We should be able to identify them in the right time and give the right solutions so that the things can be at least avoided. And also this social media exposure has made us like highly hyper reactive and highly emotional. These social media platforms, they live and they thrive when we are like reacting, oh, that person said, I mean, let me put an angry, angry icon there. Oh, I love this song. So let me put a love heart icon there. So they live and, and this social media, they thrive on our reactions, how we react. So more exaggerated our reactions, uh, we share it, we blame somebody, we praise somebody. So that's how that, you know, the, what do you call that? The social media cycle runs. That's how the th things become, uh, uh, popular or viral uh, and recently in us there's a big debate going on uh, regarding this uh, social media especially on the facebook how it is uh, hurting and all uh, you know hurting the social composure uh, and all so pro probably it, it's time that we cut down on other things and go get into our original spiritual self of uh, you know how uh, you know lord gautam buddha said uh, to one of his disciples that you know somebody had lost their relatives and he came with grief and he asked him to bring a bowl of grain from the from the house in which no death has happened uh, so ultimately you know i mean not to get into too much of a spiritual or moral lecture lecture but still that is kind of certain and you know uh, more we learn about it and more we value the life and the leader spiritual and the right years and uh, full of dharma life better for us and also better for our heart and our mind and our life as a whole definitely we need to follow the dharma dharma chintana is a must see that's the reason you observe that our ancestors they never peeped into others life what they are doing they just peeped inside their life. That's why they sat quietly. They went to Himalayas and they alone and they made them alone and they sat there and they started introspecting and then going for dhyana, meditation. 
inner soul and trying to reach it through that they try to gain the knowledge that's the reason they have gone in that way but we are now interested in somebody's life how they are doing what they are doing what they are done what this so this is the way we live so until unless we stop uh, giving priorities to others life and other uh, things automatically things will settle down so we need to concentrate on our life and as far as possible when uh, there is a um, uh, problem you better go inside you try to go for the inner soul console it try to observe it what is the change it requires all those things from the inner words not outwards but we now always try to reach outwards and of course there are certain people then they go inward and they become depressed and that is also there but we need to balance that we should not get depressed by anything but our intention is to gain knowledge and so we should go for a meditation and dhyana in such a way that we should try to search the soul and we should try to link with the paramatma or the super knowledge or superhuman knowledge whatever it is we call it so we need to understand and make a link of that uh, direction so that will be most beneficial and of course we need to have a certain balance of its and buts everything has a starting and everything has an end so we need to understand that there will be start and there will be end if that is understood then definitely there will be no problem we can uh, come up uh, with uh, you know good colors and we can avoid all these unnecessary deaths and unnecessary issues yes and coming to the preventive aspects of colitis post covid myocarditis or you know various heart diseases like uh, is a kind of a tonic that you can take or a supplement especially 40 plus having some proneness to heart disorders so what would you recommend sir see very simple thing we need to have a some cycle you know once in a while make some diary then you sit down try to touch your feet without flexing the knees on the right side on the left side when you could able to do it so you just put a date 31st of october 2021 i could able to do it i could touch it so once this is recorded then you can repeat up to 10 days you can repeat up to 10 days so when these type of things are done and recorded then things are giving you a very clear idea and suddenly one find you are unable to do it means so something is going wrong a very early you can catch it up so that is the one point so you just check out your flexibility and your body weight and everything people have seen that um, their body weight is increasing they are unable to cut it down and ultimately they land up in trouble and they are they don't know how to reduce their body weight this is also another issue associated with that then comes the what can be given as a treatment part of it or how to overcome these myocardial things and all those things so in the post covid era and even the cardiac issues all those drugs which are we are already using it for the cardiac health the same thing holds good here also it may be arjuna it may be amalaki it may be dadima it may be yastimadu it may be pushkaramula all these drugs definitely they do help us of course when there is a issues connected with the mind and uh, there is an uh, emotions attacked then of course brahmi shankapushpi and all these things will come to help otherwise when there is a cholesterol or triglycerides or something like these two things are there then we have a lashuna arjuna and the vrikshamla these type of drugs are at our disposal 
and uh, when we need to give uh, some uh, tissue building uh, rasayana type of thing then amalaki is there at our disposal ashwagandha is there arjuna is there so combination of all these things gugulu is there so we can use all these drugs in a similar fashion how we are treating with the uh, regular way of handling uh, cardiac diseases the similar thing which can used here also cardiology in ayurveda cardiology is again a big issue we will take it up so there's a question here vinod ji asks uh, what can be the, what can be the line of treatment in ayurveda for post covid myocarditis uh, in particular and uh, yeah sir so definitely see we can go for arjuna kshirapaka lashuna kshirapaka definitely and even uh, gugulu kalpa containing um, arjuna in that or you can given go for a vrukshamla containing drug so these things are very important and this can be handled in that way and of course moreover many times these type of patients do require some sort of counseling and another point that i picked up from your uh, uh, previous narration that you know uh, there's a famous uh, harvard professor he said and how do we know that we are losing our flexibility and how do we know that we are losing our uh, physical sharpness so one of the tests that he usually recommends uh, is that he is a medical professor in harvard his phd doing studies on anti aging i forgot his name so uh, david sinclair so he says that if you can can you get up from the after sitting on the floor can you get up without the help of your hands so that is one thing and you know observe keep on observing your walking speed as your heart is like overburdened you gradually would lose your speed so this this was the two two uh, two points that he he noted especially i mean whether we are aging fast or we are still good again it comes back to the flexibility issue again so yoga so it, it's all like a cycle now that's what you see flexibility is more important once your body is able to flex in, in all the direction then definitely we will be able to do all sort of activities so then when we are able to do all sort of activities our circulation needs to be done and that will be maintained so but simply you are pumping some material to a particular part of the body and other part is not given uh, surplus so then uh, it, it may not be a right way of doing things that's what our ancestors that's what we, we need to understand that how we all um, developed ourselves into this age what and all we have learned and what and all we have eaten all these things to be taken into care and how our ancestors have done it even see now we have got a lot of technology lot of medications so much of research and so many things still we are not able to live how our ancestors lived even without these things even without these type of informations and these type of things they could be able to lead a very happy life and they used to live up to 80 years 90 years 100 years that is a very clear reason that they never used to peep into others life they were peeping into their life and they are reaching to the god and they are going inward and they try to avoid what are the things to be done and of course the way of living Uh, doing the ekadashi upasa and uh, everything and even maintaining the food habits and uh, seasonal regimens daily regimens and keeping oiling to the body everything they used to do typically what they have given to us they are all time tested one but unfortunately we are trying to analyze with scientific data but they have given us with evidences they lived with those things 
and we need to accept the truth as it is and also there is this uh, especially in the western there's a craze for like non vegetarian uh, foods there is this famous uh, chef called gordon ramsay he's like a you know celebrated chef and he, uh, chef and he runs the show master chef in us and you know he, he goes as guest in uh, australian master chef and what not so he's kind of very celebrated fellow and whenever he is there you know he gives a challenge and he asks like what is your combination uh, to to the participants then he casually asks like what is your protein so the protein he means is like what is your meat which type of meat you are using chicken or you know the mutton or, or whatever so the language of the chefs especially the western it has become that protein means it it can only be the meats so they do not consider anything with the you know the plant based proteins at all and there is this dr greger he has written a beautiful uh, book called as how not to die in that he explains how this mcdonald culture the burger culture and the, you know the chips and the fries and what not so that has become a part of the culture of the west uh, western world how he, it is really gradually killing the uh, you know west western people without even they knowing themselves uh, i'm not proponent of a like, strict vegetarian diet but they should be like you said ati sarvatra varjayet there should be limit on how much meat you take definitely see very clearly ayurveda says kukuto balyanam a chicken is balakaraka very clearly ayurveda has said but in the same time ayurveda also said that you should not eat beef it is rogakaraka but um, particularly when there is a lot of tissue damage and loss is there like rajayakshma ajamamsa has been explained in ayurveda that is mutton goat which is been used as a treatment modalities so very clearly ayurveda acharyas were knowing that what should be the importance should be given to each and every type of dravyas available on us i mean around us so definitely it doesn't mean that uh, we should know should be totally 100% vegan or vegetarian or we should not be i mean um, should have a uh, definitely should have a non vegetarian diet i have seen even many a times uh, people saying that they come with uh, sir my albumin is low or something like that, that and the doctor suggested me to take the eggs so i started egg he was a totally vegetarian suddenly because of the guide i advise of the doctor he started with uh, egg this is not a right kind of doing things you have your own body technique and you you have your own body only called lineage or formula which requires a typical type of food pattern which you are accustomed and you are been acquainted with and you need to continue that so we should not just simply saying that kiwi fruits are very good everybody start eating kiwi no it's not right kind of doing things there are certain issues that only certain food steps in the, on this earth which are been given such type of lineage and coverage by the god in its creation that it is good to everybody but certain things are there which is in limitation it is good if you reach or breach the limit then there is a problem so we need to understand all these criteria importance of agni importance of season we need to understand all these things then accordingly then you put a protein or whatever it is but still today horse 
is the one which we use it everywhere as a, to indicate that mm, the performance power horse power horse power horse is totally vegetarian elephant has a lot of uh, energy elephant is totally vegetarian so it doesn't mean that only the things will uh, non vegetarian diet will give you the strength that is not the right way of understanding but many times it's i am even i have come across so many people saying that if we stop uh, taking non vegetarian then we will become lean and thin and we will somewhat tiredness uh, something like that they have their own notions so all these things are uh, just simply you need to just uh, keep it aside only thing is that you watch your agni first eat accordingly to your agni eat up to the level of requirement that is what hita book mita book kshuta book so very clearly said you should consume one which is conducive to your body hita book mita book it should be consumed in particular uh, restriction or limit then kshuta book whenever you are hungry then only you need to consume if you maintain all these things definitely we can maintain the health that's what our acharyas have very clearly demonstrated and given evidences also on that another thing with uh, you know is just a funny funny point that i observed this gordon ramsay you know he, he had come to india and he was there in sadguru's uh, ashram in coimbatore and gordon ramsay runs another tv show called as hell's kitchen so when sadguru uh, he went to sadguru's ashram and he was sadguru ji was showing him western kitchen and he, sadguru was explaining that you you have your hell's kitchen this is our heaven's kitchen and in that he was he was made to sit on the floor and he was not able to cross his legs gordon ramsay and he was like you know feeling very awkward uh, and you know I mean, we see that so many times and uh, coming back to uh, this one yeah the question is probably she has chatted here so when should babies be introduced to meat if they are uh, in a non vegetarian family what's the right time to introduce meat to a child see um, uh, as far as ayurveda is concerned very clearly said up to 6 months it is dugdapana then after that it is falaprashana very clearly the fruits are being given to the child then after the age of 10 uh, months or 1 year annaprashana a uh, very clearly said when it should be introduced so after that when he starts eating annaprashana now this is maybe probably 1 year onwards we can slowly introduce if you are a non vegetarian and uh, at a house you can um, able to do that then chicken soup or mutton soup or maybe in a very limited quantities you can start with the uh, even for the babies uh, yes victoria ji please go ahead vaidya i just wanted to uh, have a little bit of your experience uh, in understanding if the person has a very low agni and they have usually also than thatu kashaya and vata prakopa but they are highly sensitive to any hot spices what is the best way uh, to build up the agni and uh, have the proper tattoo nourishment the building up the tattoos see very clearly when there is a, a person having a allergy or sensitivity towards the ushnata of a drug then we need to give it in the form of dugda i mean kshirapaka when the concept is there wherever there is a, some drug which is very good maybe like arjuna or maricha or lashuna or something like that are all ruksha and ushna in nature 
so in order to overcome that rukshata and ushnata we need to reduce them so we'll go for a typical way of cooking it in the form of kshirapaka so you can prepare a kshirapaka and give it wherein 1 is to 8 it is 32 that is a proportion is there one portion of drag eight portion of uh, milk and eight portion of water and continuously boil it and evaporate the eight portion of water then remain it is the milk and that milk will have that extracted uh, material or the um, uh, isolates from the drug but instead of that it also at the same time that drug is also been suppressed with its snigdha guna by the dugdha and that ushnata and rukshata will be sub, uh, subdued so totally with this concept we can increase the agni but without causing any disturbance to uh, ushnata regular use of ghee can also be useful sir because it is told that it can balance on vata and pitta but it will increase agni and also dhatus as well definitely um, because it is one of the vichitra pratyaradha dravya um, but that's what we said even though it is a madhur rasa snigdha guru ahara but still it is able to rekindle the agni so we can use definitely cow ghee and that is very good even for that thank you so much this was really great explanation just one more small question often people who are vata pitta prakriti um, especially vata prakriti they experience a dryness from uh, trifala and at the same time can just um, haritaki alone be taken just with ghee to in this situation yeah definitely haritaki can be given with the ghee If you give aritaki with the ghee, definitely vata will be suppressed. Mm-hmm. So in all vata the persons, we can use with aritaki with the ghee, and even trifala can also be given with the ghee. So if trifala is given when there is pipitaki also with the ghee, then uh, you think it wouldn't create dryness even if taken long term for people who have constipation and. Definitely, trifala when you are taking it, it won't lead to constipation because trifala itself is uh, shoto shodana and anuloma in nature. definitely it helps to remove the uh, no mala as well as even when you are giving it with uh, ghee definitely it won't cause constipation that will be good for them you can use it yes yes it's not creating the constipation but some people say that the vipitaki creates dryness in them so then i was thinking if you take it with ghee would then even if long term use is not creating dryness is that okay for long yeah. definitely definitely if you take it with the ghee it will not cause you dryness definitely you can go ahead with that thank you thank you and, and if you, if it is any such complaints are there based on a particular individual capacity then whatever the dose you are giving you try to reduce the dose to little bit downwards then readjust the dose then definitely there will not be issue dryness will not be issue thank you very much thank you very good because of the, of course with the ghee it it, it brings in the snigdhata and the dryness rukshata will go away either from trifala or haritaki but between the trifala and haritaki there is no big difference in with respect to dryness sir uh, actually there is a, a little bit of uh, dryness in haritaki but when we make it a combination of trifala the dryness will be comparably lesser when compared to single drug haritaki Haritaki is comparably lurukshya, whereas trifala itself is having a amlaki in that, and amlaki is a snigdha in nature. That's why it will be comparably more uh, snigdha towards. Thank so, you. This was important element as well. So, Victoria, I mean, like like you said, because you thought that trifala is causing dryness, so you started with haritaki with ghee. 
yeah. rather than what guraja sir is saying that sticking with trifala adding ghee and giving trifala with ghee is better rather than haritaki with ghee so that is the yes answer. thank you this was very important thank you so much and uh, western doc another uh, lin wo has asked western doctors typically recommend 0.8 grams of protein per kilogram body weight how much protein does ayurveda recommend how do you know if you are eating enough protein or not so ayurveda doesn't recognize the protein in the way it should be recognized what the, what they are recognizing and ayurveda gives importance to agni of a person if agni is not proper if you give 8 grams of protein also then that also becomes a problem so that should not be a criteria for us our criteria is entirely to improve the agni that's why if you go through ayurvedic literatures everywhere the importance is given to agni everywhere roga sarvepi jayanto mandagno it is said every disease is produced due to the mandagni and every time there is ama generated and all these things concentration they have said very clearly they have said you need to go for increasing the agni and even the astasthana pariksha and whatever the things we do it for evaluation of a person then also we always try to understand whether his agni is proper or not if agni is proper then he could be able to digest whatever he is consuming if agni is not proper then whatever he is consuming is unable to digest and definitely it becomes ama and leads to disease so it is not a question of protein or anything like that see in ayurveda very clearly said a balancing diet of vata pitta kapha these type of things to be taken care of. and uh, very clearly differentiated which is aushadha and which is ahara based on the rasa pradhana dravyas are aushadha and virya pradhana dravyas are aushadhas um, aharas are rasa pradhanas so very clearly they have made these classifications accordingly we need to understand and of course which our acharyas have given a set of things that which should be kept in uh, ahara and which should be kept in aushadha they are also very clear with that so we need to just to follow them and understand their understandings they have already given us lot of information regarding which should be considered as ahara which should be considered as aushadha so we need to understand that part of it giving undue weightage to protein fat and all these things may not be a right type thing ayurveda very clearly prescribes that sarva rasabhyasa we need to eat all sort of rasas every day sarva rasabhyasam arogyam it is very clearly said so we need to understand sarva rasabhyasa then we need to understand which is guru which is lagu and we need to concentrate on the agni and improvement of the agni so that is the one which we need to understand and this is this is one of the kind of question that i get repeatedly so how much cardio carbohydrate to take or how much protein uh, to take and all e- even the medicines also they have given a range of dosage but they have not spe- specified that on this much of uh, particular medicine should be given uh, of course uh, l- like you said it depends on agni and the strength of the person and also prakriti because i mean in a, in a vata prakriti more guru ahara is required so probably more protein and fats are required in him uh, and lesser of those are required in a kapha person like that sir and that can be you see that is the interpretation what we can do it later on where contemporary sciences when we know it we can draw such uh, lines saying that a vata person is lean and thin so he requires a more and uh, proteins provided properly provided if he is having a very good agni then we can giving him a lot of uh, proteins 
otherwise it may not be able to digest it so that's the reason you just observe that even in rajayakshma chikitsa or anywhere or even the urakshata wherever there is a tissue loss acharyas are given the protein containing ajamamsa rasayana ashwagandha rasayana all these things along with that they have added all agnivardaka dravyas trikatu is there trifala is there which can even to able to balance and the all the tridoshas and of course in the same time it also kindles the agni which is very much required for the digestion of the uh, the food stuff what is been put into so very clearly you need to understand that agni and you know maintaining the agni or even the developing an agni to a proper sense is a important factor that we need to concentrate on that once agni is good everything will be digested regarding the kindling of the agni with uh, say shadarna uh, churna or chitrakali vati or trikatu or pippali pippali kshirapaka and all trikatu is obviously mentioned in in the treatment of obesity when i suggest like take these spices these are good for say obesity or improving agni and all patients usually fear that because the digestion strength will improve because of trikatu for example it will make them more hungry and they may eat more and it inadvertently they may add weight definitely there is a chance definitely there is a chance but in the same time those spices what we call as trikatu or even pippali or chitrakand these are things they kindle the agni but they kindle the agni not only at the level of stomach they are rekindling the agni even at the level of bhutagni dhatvagni so everywhere our interest in obesity is to reduce the medho dhatvagni so medho dhatvagni if it could be able to control it then the nourishment of from the body in the different uh, tissues will go to different things rather than coming entirely our tissues are um, uh, pulled up into the medho dhatu so that can be avoided so our drugs they not they don't work only at the level of uh, stomach or gayagni their uh, kindling capacity or their capacity to rekindle the agni even at the level of dhatvagni as well as bhutagni so it will be very deep seated even to the minutest channels it reaches that's the reason marich and vacha these two drugs are considered pramati dravyas and they go to deep into the sukshma guna yukta dravyas so they enter deep into the channels digest the ama and they produce agni and even circulation will be cleared once this circulation is cleared then everything will reach to different deeper tissues definitely then automatically the rekindled agni is not only if it is pumped also in the um, nutrition that will be distributed to the all the other dhatus not only for the medo dhatu so it won't be doing any much harm so we can straight away can ask them to consume it no issues kalpana ji asks here in us uh, when the baby is 6 months old allergy specialist suggest to give a formula that is a mixture of dairy egg and nuts to eliminate the possibilities of any allergy also if babies are allergic to dairy then ghee's also avoided see that is the typicalness of us and rest of the world when they try to introduce it they never introduce the genuine ones when see in india we have a milk produced and now they is called as a a2 milk a1 milk in milk also they made it a different categories 
and they introduced this the, the particular type of species which can they produce a lot lot of milk and then they blame it on the other issues they pumped with a lot of hormones and they produce a lot of milk and now they are blaming on that milk it is going to cause lot of issues in the humans when you consume see that's the reason strict very deeply and very genuinely with the system what god's the nature has been given don't go into hybridization you just go on giving hybrid 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 you making your own combinations that combination many a times back backfires so that's the reason it's happening here same milk if it is consumed in india it is not causing any problem but the milk consumed in america may be giving allergic reactions what is the reason we need to understand the source the source of milk how it is contaminated how it is um, you know made to a different set of it is in, it cannot be taken as a milk that is the reason everything has been even egg animals will be fed with lot of antibiotics and uh, hormones and such and things and even the when there is a, a lamb producing uh, you know bulkiness of the particular muscle they will be given some sort of chemicals all these chemical pumping and pumping just for sake of business mentality they have spoiled the total health of the humans and now then entirely you know total situation has been created in such a manner then lot of more more and more and hospitals will come and more and more treatment modalities will come more technologies will come and new new diseases will be named and new understanding will be brought into so there is a lot of issues connected with that if you go back to the mother nature just follow the disciplines and the explanations given in ayurveda a lot of things can be settled down we can subtly we can make it very right and of course little bit variations will be there that the variations do come with the passage of time those which have been preached 2000 3000 years ago may not be holds goods little bit there and there some modifications are required but that modification has to be done based on the criteria which is laid down by our acharyas earlier on the same criteria we need to incorporate and make a modifications or alterations so that's the reason we need to understand ayurveda deeply and their principles then accordingly we need to incorporate those uh, theories into practice and kalpana ji has written a very interesting point that many people who complain of uh, are not okay with milk in us and in western countries when they come to india they find milk very good i have an interesting story we will with that story we will end this session so he had come there with his group of students he was doing in, they were doing internship there and he made the students the american students to drink dharoshna milk like milk directly from the uh, uh, cows udder and they were like wowed and they were saying like, i mean we do not get such a milk at all i mean this is not the milk that we that we drink so pasteurization or the sterilization or that homogenization god know what uh, extra procedures that they do on the milk that there is milk that is available in the western world especially the us i believe that in europe there is some sanctity maintained uh, i may be biased please correct me how wrong but over chemicalization and you know segregation of protein and no fat milk and what not so they have taken away the original taste and the texture of the milk so much so that they do not know how the original milk tastes
and definitely that when you alter with the originality of any product definitely we do have such type of problems see in nature there is some plus and minuses in a very beautiful combination they exist together and they balance each other and we try to remove something from that and then we say that it is backfiring us then it's our own mistake we have done it we should not do such type of altering the one natural is a natural god's creation is god creation and human creation is human creation it cannot match together uh, that's a beautiful uh, sentence to end this session thanks sir thank you